Sabrina is met with contempt by some students and staff, but makes a friend in Nick Scratch. His last name is Scratch? Nicholas Scratch. Okay. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to Our Chaos Podcast, brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Brittany Ray. I'm a 29-year-old journalist from beautiful post-apocalyptic Vancouver, BC. I like badass moms and long naps. I'm on Twitter at Britannia, where I can be found attempting to be interesting and talking about my cat. And the class that I would want to take at, like, witch school, basically, I'm definitely going to say is, like, whatever their equivalent of transfiguration is. Mm-hmm. I think that's fascinating. Yeah. I've always thought transfiguration was the most badass one. Mine is similar. Okay. Uh, my name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 24-year-old actor and filmmaker. I like brooding anti-heroes and feminist agendas, and I have way too much knowledge regarding details that no one else remembers. I run at the 100 script on Twitter. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. And, um, you know, when they do, like, those Harry Potter quizzes and they say, like, which class are you most interested in? Yeah. I always say charms. Okay. Well, yeah, because, like, it's basic. Exactly. Um, and also, I would just really want to learn Accio. Accio is, like, the main one I need to know. The summoning charm? The summoning yeah. charm. It's like, oh no, the remote is all the way over there. Yeah. Accio. Accio would be like, you'd never get any exercise. Great. I I know, like, if I had that, it would be bad. (laughs) So I guess my answer is like, like you said, whatever their equivalent of charms is. Yeah. Today we have words to say about episodes 103 to 106 of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. This episode will contain spoilers for the entirety of season one of Chaos. It will not contain spoilers for the Christmas special because we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's that? It came out months ago? Uh, oh, well, I didn't watch it. I can't hear suddenly. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't hear or weird. read. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we just have watched it. Thanks. So weird that I don't speak English. Um. Alright. So we're going to start with one three, which is called The Trial of Sabrina Spellman. All right. Looking at the title, it's because there is a trial for Sabrina Spellman. Now, Brittany is going to summarize the episode. Sabrina must deal with the aftermath of her decision to leave her dark baptism. Sabrina is summoned by the Covenant and Blackwood, who are suing her for breaking her promise. Zelda and Hilda are also affected and lose their powers during the trial. Sabrina hires a mortal lawyer who specializes in witch law to help her win the trial. Madam Satan does everything in her power to manipulate Sabrina. As the trial continues, Blackwood is adamant that Sabrina must sign her name in the Book of the Beast as her father promised she would days after she was born. However, Hilda provides evidence that Sabrina had received a Catholic baptism prior to her father's agreement, which shocks Blackwood and the council. In the end, they offer Sabrina a deal to remain in the mortal world while also attending the Academy of the Unseen Arts. Hilda is excommunicated for her role as a witness in Sabrina's Christian baptism. Meanwhile, Ambrose seeks to learn more about the warlock he thinks was killed by witch hunters. Which doesn't go anywhere, and I'm sad. Yeah, um, wouldn't it be cool if that plot had gone somewhere? <laughs> um, so the first thing that we always like to do is go uh, back to what we thought the first time that we saw it. Mm-hmm. So we will go to that now. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Here Hello. we are. We have watched episode 103. Yes, we have. Thoughts? I liked it. I want to, like, keep watching it. <laughs> it feels like it's been so much more than three episodes. Yeah, a lot has happened. A lot has happened. Well, the thing is that, like, we usually watch episodes that are about 42 minutes long, and with every episode being an hour long, 
that has now made a fourth episode. So we've watched four episodes yeah. worth of content in three episodes. Whereas, like, I watch, like, a lot of Netflix shows, so I'm used to that. Yeah. So, like, when it goes to, like, an hour long, I'm like, yeah, okay, that felt yeah. that felt good. Felt organic. Mm-hmm. But, like, you really can't fit that so much extra story in those extra ten minutes. No, totally. Yeah. What else? What did you think of the Wicca Book Club? I like books. Mm-hmm. Do we think that Madame Satan is ruining her vision? I think so. Okay. I think so too, but I'm kind of like, I can't tell if Madame Satan's ruining her vision or if she's using the vision as leverage and like Mm. she would cure it if Sabrina did something for her. Right. So I'm not sure. Right. Because Sabrina's whole thing is not that she is trying to do things for herself. Like she doesn't really care what happens to her. She cares what happens to her friends. Exactly. And I think now she's learned that. But I love Jazz Sinclair and I think she's doing a great job. She is. I really loved her in... And I've seen her in a few things, so. The trial to me felt really dumb. (laughs) It was weird, but also I just recently watched season two of Making a Murderer, so I thought that's what I was watching. (laughs) Oh my god. I just like, I was like, you know, there's no real like law of the land, so why should they have to respect mortal law sort of thing? So I was like, what stops any of them from doing anything? I find it strange that clearly this has happened enough times that there's like a wizengamot of- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of all of this. Yeah. I didn't like the, like, I think the thing about- Like, I guess the coven is that it's a deeply patriarchal society, which is kind of confusing because they kind of make it sound like it's matriarchal. Mm. But then, like, one of, like, the things is strip a underage girl naked so that you can look for her witch's mark. And I'm like, listen, that scene was really sweet, though, with her and Harvey. No, that was fine. But stripping her in front of everyone else. Yeah. Who were, like, you know, grown-ass people. I'm like, that's a teenage girl. Yeah. Why are you, like, like, good about this? You know? Yeah. It just feels really, really predatory. So I don't really get how, like, like witches are super powerful and everything, but then, like, this one dude wrote... I guess that makes perfect sense, doesn't it? <laughs> we got Pan Ambrose. We did. Well, right now we have Homo Ambrose. Yes. So they need still need to prove the Pan part, I think. Mm-hmm. But... Or say it. Yeah, or say it. Yeah. Saying it would be great, Yeah, because he could be Pan with a preference for men. Totally. That's Or, totally I guess, vampires, because we think that guy was a vampire, Yeah, right? we think that guy... Was that not, like, specifically said? Well, he said he wasn't a vampire. He said he was a warlock. And I'm like, but then why did you need to be invited in? He literally said, oh, yeah, you invited me in and, like, showed up randomly. It's like, okay, well, I invited you in three hours ago. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Doesn't mean you can come in now. But he, But it's funny that Ambrose was literally like oh, you're a vampire. We were like, oh, he's a vampire. He's like, I'm not a vampire. And I'm like, mm. Mm. We, we all three of us came to the same conclusion. You disappeared though. in the daylight. Yeah, I don't feel so. great about it. Yeah. So. Just saying. Luke. Yeah, he's definitely got some kind of agenda because I think he killed the lizard. I, think I don't he, think the lizard died. I think naturally. he killed the lizard and I think he killed his friend too. Yeah. Because that dude was shady and it, apparently he was like, first of all, his, the dude's parents said that he didn't have that many friends. And then this guy shows up, and if he's friends with him, fully doesn't look upset at all. And his parents don't go up and talk to him. No. And he finds it appropriate to flirt with Ambrose at his funeral. Yeah. So. Cute. Hmm. But then who could he be working for? Like, who is he? Because he clearly has powers. Right. Maybe the vampires are just getting sick of the witches. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just excited for her to go to Hogwarts. Yeah, I'm ready for Hogwarts. Because I was about to be like, if we got like halfway through the season and she hadn't gone to Hogwarts yet, I'd be like, um, what did I sign up for then? You literally weren't paying attention and they had just ruled that like her aunties could have her powers back, but 
she had to go to Hogwarts. And you were like, I just think I would be more interested in the show if she was going to Hogwarts. I was like, so you're not paying attention at all. Here's the thing, okay? <laughs> I'm really good at paying attention to TV. Like, if I'm watching something I've never seen before, I sit here and I watch it. But Brittany's really good at multitasking. <laughs> she, like, does stuff and wa- watches at the same time. It's called having ADD. <laughs> I, and I can't. And I thought, oh, okay, so it shouldn't be that hard. And then I started making a gift set, yeah. one gift set, yeah. and then and I fully missed she, she was going to Hogwarts. Well, it depends on the activity. Yeah. Um, because I can't make gifts and watch something and pay attention to it at the same time. Uh-huh. Um, but I can, like, play a game on my iPad, or I can do arts and crafts. But I can't do something that requires, like, my actual attention like uh, this. Yeah. So I, you just got to pick your task. I'm just not going to do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that I missed pieces of this episode and not, like, the finale or something. Uh, uh, the, so. the wonders of having ADD. My mom didn't tell me and my sister and I that we uh, had ADD growing up. And she was like, yeah, I think you guys just, like, have ADD or ADHD. And I was like, yeah, that would probably explain a lot about me as a person. <laughs> I can't focus on one thing. I'm like a little bumblebee. Hmm? Flower? A new flower? A new flower? Or a dog looking for squirrels. I think, what else, what else happened in that episode? Oh, I was just saying how great Harvey is. Oh, you like Harvey? He's a good person. He has not been proven as a bad person yet. He's not, like, he's not overly interesting, but I'm not, like, I, I'm not mad about it. I'm just like, okay, I'll watch whatever's going he's on with you right now. He's doing the very least, which is like, hello, I'm a male presence, and I have not offended anybody. And I'm like, great, I like you like, Yeah, all right, okay, fine. I'll, Could be worse. I'll watch. Could and I, I like worse. his brother. Yeah. I like that his brother protects him and protects his, like, artsy side. Yeah. I like that a lot. How are you feeling about Hilda and Zelda? Honestly, I don't really have much of an opinion. I I think Zelda is far more complicated. Uh. Zelda's the mean one. Yeah, I know which one's. Oh. <laughs> um, well, I only just figured out which one was which. What? Yeah. Well, it was different on the uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, I um, didn't know that. Well, because Zelda wasn't really that mean. I mean, like, she was a little bit strict, but, like, Zelda here is kind of super mean i think i would die for hilda because she protects sabrina so much but i don't understand i know like zelda is the tough love approach Mm. and i have a hard time with people like that but once like you crack her open i think she'll be very endearing i find ambrose more interesting than them oh yes me too so yeah i was mentioning earlier that i find that ambrose has kind of like been pretty like deus ex machina type of thing yeah is like and you were saying you didn't mind it but i find that every time sabrina's like oh no i need to do something he's like oh well i have the exact answer for you and actually it's totally within your grasp to get yeah every single time whereas like i started to rationalize that away as like he's always at home so he obviously like has nothing to do but read and do stuff but at the same time, it is just a really convenient plot device. And yeah. it's like, oh, okay. They're not going to explain why he knows all these things. What do you think about Harvey having seen Carl's Jr.? Oh, I'm very intrigued by that. Why is that? Because he, his brother saw it too. He was like, I oh. remember. So it's like, what happened there? Did someone make a deal oh, with the devil? I thought he was saying, I remember like you getting lost in the cave. And I remember, I know that the cave scares you. Oh, see, I interpreted it as they were both there. So we'll have to see. Well, Harvey, when he tells the story, he specifically says he okay. was alone. Okay, 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 okay. So if he saw the devil, then that means someone was probably making a deal with the devil, right? Oh. So who was making a deal with the devil that Harvey, like, saw the this devil? So I guess anybody can see Carl's Jr. If he presents himself to them, I think, yeah. Oh. I think he chooses who can see him. So he chose that, like, okay, yeah, this random kid. Maybe. Like, no one will ever believe him, lol. Maybe? Maybe. I don't know. And once again, I have no idea what Madam Satan's up to, but I support her. 
I really want her to kill Blackwood. Faustus. Yeah, I really want her to eat him. I don't really like Madame Zayton. I do. I'll come out and say it. I don't really like her. I love her. I have no, like, she hasn't I have no idea what she- I think, like, we have to wait for, like, what her goal is gonna be. It's a long con. Yeah, because right now it really just feels like she's kind of just, like, around, and every time she tries something it doesn't work, and, yeah, like, she doesn't- I'm waiting for her to actually do something with that has consequences. I'm waiting for her to have some measure- but that's what she was explaining earlier, is that it's a thin blade. So, like, you know, the stuff Blackwood- I think it's Blackwood? Lockwood? Blackwood? Faustus. Faustus. Okay. Whatever. I'm just literally just going to call him Dracula because I think he looks like Dracula. Um, Whatever Dracula does is like a blunt sword and she's a precise scalpel. So I think like we're just seeing the groundwork of what her master plan is because we're only on episode three. So weird. You know? So it's like we haven't even started to ramp up towards the show arc yet. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, oh, okay. So we'll see what Madame Satan and everyone's up to in a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I can see your point. Well, my, I absolutely see your point. My my other thing is it's just like she, it would make sense if she was like this new character who was just coming into Sabrina's life and being like, oh, hello. Like, obviously she has to like gain her trust and everything. But by taking over somebody that she already trusts, I'm like, shouldn't you be able to do stuff immediately? And also, why is Madame Satan so completely unsubtle? Like, pay attention to the person you're going to take over and then like very slowly change their thing. Like how come no one has brought up the fact that Mrs. Wardwell or whatever has gone through a huge glow up? Yeah. That's my, that's my favorite part is like no one's noticed that she went to like mill status. I'm like, y'all, there are at least a dozen gay girls in that school. They all would have clocked that immediately. If this happened in my school, we would already be like, gossiping about what the heck happened yup you must have gone through some sort of crazy transformation winkity wink yeah in your life over a weekend like girl what happened yeah Hmm. anyway all of these students are clearly far too preoccupied with their stuff stupid yeah not enough not enough football and music and gossiping is the best part of school and that's the truth you know what betty and jughead would have noticed they so would have noticed you know who would have noticed first Mm. ronnie Totally. She'd be like, what happened here? I need to know. Yeah, Ronnie would be like, where'd you get that, like, blouse from? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Did you go shopping? Did you go to, what, what is it? It's not Bloomingdale's. Did oh, she it? went shopping on Glamazon.com. Glamazon.com with her American Access, Access card. card. Yep. Yeah. I love when we can make Riverdale jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have any other thoughts. Me neither. Okay, cool. Okay, bye. See you next time. Bye. And we're back. Uh, What's up? I listened to it, and these are some of our thoughts from that, where we we had some questions, and I wanted to see if we could answer any of them now. I think one of our questions was, uh, what's with Luke? And uh, still don't really know. Yeah, um, straight up kind of forgot who Luke is. The guy that Ambrose likes. Yeah, um, no, like- like, I had forgotten until- Oh. Yeah. Still don't know. Yeah, still yeah. don't really know. Um, didn't really go anywhere. Um, we said that we liked Tommy, like, uh, Harvey's brother. Aww. And we sure did, but we then sure bad did. things happened to him. I think, like, that's the thing we learned, is if we liked a character on this show, they died. You were sure that Madam Satan was gonna kill Blackwood by the end of the season, and you didn't get that. Yeah, because, you know why? Because I can't have nice things. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted- I hate Blackwood. I think he is the most boring, dull character who has ever existed. And somehow, he's alive still. So, obviously, we are doing this in, we're doing four episodes in one of these episodes. Yeah. And that's really because um, 
we found that we didn't have as much to say. Yeah, we didn't uh, vibe with the show as much. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things that I think we discussed, and we might discuss this later in 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 our preview uh, uh, clips, but one of the things that I think is really exemplified by these four episodes even in particular is that there was no real season arc. Yep. It just really felt like it was like every episode was its own story rather than the whole season being a whole story. And I feel like that was the main problem yep. I had with it. Because you were sitting there going, is this going anywhere? Yeah. And the thing is also that on Riverdale, there's a giant overarching storyline for a lot of different people. And so if I don't like Archie's storyline, which I never do. Never. No. At least I will probably, I probably like Jughead's storyline. Yeah. Or I probably like Betty's storyline. Or Veronica's. Or, or Ver- Josie's. Literally or Cheryl's. Kevin's. Literally anybody except Archie, probably. Yeah. But that way I can watch an episode and I can be like, okay, I can ignore the Archie stuff, but I can still enjoy this episode because yeah. things that I care about are happening. But if I'm not interested in an episode of Sabrina, it's like... That's it. Okay, That's all so I get. I'm just not yeah. gonna like the episode. You know what I mean? Because she's the whole show rests on her shoulders, which is why I think, like, as audience members, we enjoy ensembles more than we do a single led like yeah. show. Yeah. You know. So I went through the episodes mm-hmm. and I wrote down some of the things that I still had questions about. One of the things is that um, Zelda says that familiars die without their masters, and we still have a lot of questions about Zelda's familiar, um, Vinegar Tom. Yeah, who is obviously dead. It's like, maybe dead, maybe stuffed. Like, it, it was very confusing, yeah. because um, Hilda Hilda's is obviously spiders, and it's still around and yeah. such. We don't know if Ambrose has one, and that might just be because he was- uh, Things happened. Yeah, this is a whole thing. Okay. But Zelda says familiars die without their masters. Why is hers dead? Is it? Who's to say? We don't know because they don't, like, I mean, other than the weird fossilized stuffed dog, we don't know anything about it. Mm, Jazz St. Clair's character's name is Roz. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, I said thank you to myself because I just figured it out myself. Anyway. Uh, she wants to read the bluest eye. Mm -hmm. The bluest eye is, uh, then they learn band and that's why she can't read it or do her book report on it. Yeah. So I just want to talk about the bluest eye a little bit. Cool. And one of the actually cool things is after I was rewatching this, um, I started reading the Riverdale prequel, the cre- prequel book. It's not very good. I don't Bold like of it. you to say that that was cool. I'm. That's not what I was talking about. That was cool. The thing that I'm going to talk about now is what was cool about it. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. I'm just talking. Is that Betty is actually reading the bluest eye in the prequel novel. So I thought that was kind of cool. Would you agree that that's cool? I actually would. I retract cool. my rose. Great. I'm trying to spice something up here. <laughs> so The Bluest Eye, published in 1970, is the first novel written by Toni Morrison. Okay. Uh, she's an acclaimed African-American novelist, Pulitzer, and Nobel Prize winner, whose works are praised for addressing the harsh consequences of racism in the U.S. The novel, which takes place in Lorraine, Ohio, tells the life of a young African-American girl named Pecola? Pecola? don't know who grows up during the years following the great depression set in 1941 the story reveals that due to her mannerisms and dark skin she is consistently regarded as ugly as a result she develops an inferiority complex which fuels her desire for the blue eyes she equates with whiteness due to controversial topics of racism incest and child molestation there have been numerous attempts to ban the novel from schools and libraries yeah because why learn from a text addressing racism when you could just ignore it. Yeah. Okay, so here's something that we completely missed when we were watching. Mm -hmm. And in all of our previews, we fully missed this. We thought Luke and Connor, like Connor's the kid who died, Luke is the kid that got with Ambrose literally at Connor's funeral. We thought they were just friends. Yeah. It's literally said that they dated. Oh, okay, so we're stupid. Yeah, so we fully just missed that and thought they were friends Okay, so you're at 
yeah. your boyfriend's it makes it funeral worse. Yeah. and you hook up with another dude. Yeah. What a neat guy. Yeah. So that's fun. Um, that's cute, fun, good, and fresh. Luke carves his number into the bedpost. Illuminati symbol? I think he, he puts like a, an Illuminati symbol on there. I'm like, cool, great. Cool warlocks. Their optometrist is called Dr. Spectre. Great joke. Great joke. Great joke. Yes. That's it. That's all I had about that episode. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't like this episode because, like, and I think I talked about it in the flashback thing, but the sexualization of Sabrina yeah. as an underage girl by Blackwood yeah. is the reason why I hate Blackwood. Like, insisting that she always be naked doing any kind of, like, ritualistic thing and, like, naked and vir- virginal. I'm just like, Zelda deserves so much better than your crusty dick. Sorry. <laughs> So, so take that. That uh, honestly, like, I know that people ship it. Um, wait, what? Oh yeah, it's actually a sh- Spellwood is like a huge ship, and I'm like, please, for the love of God, have some standards. I can't support that. No, I, I absolutely cannot support that. Um, so now we're gonna do our best line award. Uh, my best line award goes to Sabrina for. My name is Sabrina Spellman. Spellman. And I need a lawyer to fight the devil. Because that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I love when, like, it is that ridiculous, though, because it's like when Riverdale's that ridiculous, and you're like, yeah, this is just (laughs) stupid enough to be entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. And mine goes to Madam Satan for... Because you're blunt like a hammer, that's true. Like, okay. Whatever. I just love her. When she's being mean to Blackwood, I support it. Yeah, I love... When she's just being mean. Yeah. You know? My sister was like, I loved Madam Satan until she killed her her familiar. I was like, she did so many more terrible things (laughs) before she killed her familiar. Yeah. I can't really say I ever liked Madam Satan. I love how evil she is. I support that I love a woman who knows she's evil. You know? Um, Now we're going to talk about the next episode, which is called, uh, which is 104 Witch Academy. And it's called that because she goes to the Witch Academy. Yeah, it's very succinct. I would say this is probably my second favorite episode Mm -hmm. of the series. Or of the the season. Because you waited the whole time for this episode. Uh, Right. Yeah. All right. So here's what's in the Witch Academy. Sabrina prepares to attend the Academy of Unseen Arts and plans to find a way to stop Satan. Sabrina is met with contempt by some students and staff, but makes a friend in Nick Scratch. His last name is Scratch? Nicholas Scratch. Okay. Yeah. Blackwood tasks Sabrina with solving an arcane puzzle known as the Acheron Configuration, and he agrees she may join a conjuring class upon solving the puzzle. Puzzle. The Weird Sisters haze Sabrina with a ritual known as harrowing. Sabrina discovers the history of student deaths due to the harrowing and enlists ghosts to help her against the Weird Sisters. It is revealed that Blackwood is behind their attack. Hilda aids Ambrose in an astral projection so that he may go on a date with Luke, which almost goes horribly wrong. During this time, Madame Satan arrives and searches the Spellman house for items to aid in her quest to spy on Sabrina. Meanwhile, Sabrina's friends deal with visions of a monster in the mines. Later, Sabrina discovers her father created the Acheron configuration. With help from one of his journals given to her by Nick, Sabrina solves the arcane puzzle and unknowingly unleashes a demon. Great. I read a paragraph. (laughs) Um, All right. So we are going to go into our thoughts the first time. Whoop, whoop. Okay. Okay. Welcome to our thoughts on episode 104. Chapter 4. Witch Academy. Witch Academy, which is honestly the episode I've been waiting for. Yeah. It feels like the first three episodes were, like, so long. Because I'm like, I'm just waiting for her to go to Hogwarts. Oh, okay. And now it's like, okay, we're here at Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. So, More like day trips to Hogwarts. Yeah. Yeah. So, remind me what the thing is. Is she, like, she's, like, just there on the weekends then? Well, I guess so. Because that sounds freaking, like, sucky. Do So, do the people at Witch Academy have classes every single day of the week? 
so that Sabrina can also come on the weekends to do her thing. Or, like, either way, Sabrina's doing school. Seven days a week. Seven days a week. Is she missing every Friday of mortal school? Mm, Probably not every Friday. I just, like, I don't quite understand how their school system works. Like, do they have the ability to bend time? I don't know how Sabrina is going to come up with a different excuse to her friends every single weekend why she's busy all weekend and cannot talk to any of them and I'm definitely sleeping over somewhere so you also can't come over for a sleepover. Right? They're gonna be like, so do you still live here? Did you, like, move away and it's a really long commute? Mm. Either way, I'd start feeling suspicious. I want to see her increasingly elaborate excuses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm also going to the Farm Expo because I just heard you talk about it. Yeah. And then, you know, eventually it gets to, actually, um, my whole family died. Yeah. So. And then next weekend it's like, hey, so, yeah, I have to go hang out with Ambrose. Who, do they even know? I don't know. But um, then they're like, I thought Ambrose died. (laughs) Oh. Oh, he was the only one who lived. Um, well, can we go to their funerals? Like, we're so sorry, Sabrina, for your loss. No. Yep, that's the I just, goal. like, I like to imagine Sabrina, like, she's like, oh, yeah, I actually have, like, a part-time job as, like, an actual, like, brand influencer, and so I have to fly out to LA to meet the Kardashians. See yeah. See y'all. Sorry. See y'all later. And they're like, what's your, like, Instagram account? Like, we'll follow you. And she's like, oh, I, I can't tell you that. It's, yeah. it's secret. Yeah. Well, I don't even have Instagram. Okay, listen, here's the big secret. Uh-huh. I'm Hannah Montana. <laughs> she's like, I'm actually an actress on a TV show that's also about a witch named Sabrina. Yeah, and then Ross Lynch, who plays Harvey, is like, wait, I was also on the Disney Channel. Oh my god! I'm Austin from Austin and Allie. And she's like, I don't, what is, what is that? I didn't watch that show. Yeah, I don't no, know. No. I didn't watch that one. Yeah, I definitely... like, I've, I've never heard of that. Do you meet Allie and AJ? <laughs> I definitely watched Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana was my time. Austin and Allie was after my time. My time was definitely Lizzie McGuire. Mm-hmm. I watched a little bit of Lizzie McGuire too, but definitely my time was Hannah Montana, Wizards of Waverly Place, and Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. That's what Raven and uh, Lizzie McGuire. Those were still on. Yeah. Those were still on for me as well, yeah. for sure. Probably as reruns though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. No. Um, cool. We for we just just started talking about Disney instead of That's my life. Sabrina. Yeah. yeah, they want to tell us their thoughts. Uncle Jesse. <laughs> yeah, what's up with him? Why would they choose? Why would they? Why, okay, first that of all, that has to be a Full House joke, right? First of all, first of all, if Susie had said. Oh, he's my uncle. His name is Jesse. Okay, fine. Yeah, haha. That's very yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that they call him Uncle, uncle Jesse, Jesse is pretty funny. I feel, that's that's a direct homage. It has to be. Yeah. Like, in between these last two episodes we did, I did some research on Susie and the lovely person who plays them. Yeah. And it said that Lachlan, which Mm -hmm. I believe is their name, Mm -hmm. identifies as non-binary and plays a non-binary character on Sabrina. Which is kind of confusing. Which is kind of confusing. It really just seems... Not because they're non-binary. Like, that's not confusing at all. No. The confusing part is that Wicca is, like, a... Like a gendered club. And they keep call- being like, girls night. Oh, they were checking to see if she was a girl. She, 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 she. That's fine. But if you're going to use a non-binary character, I think that it would be better. And of course, you know, I'm not non-binary myself. I can't speak to the the experience of being mm-hmm. a non-binary person. But um, I think it would have been more progressive, potentially, if they had started to normalize using they, them pronouns. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Lachlan wants their pronouns done i don't know but i think that would have been cooler i think for the character it would have just been easier to be like hey like 
they are cool with either pronoun, mm-hmm. but they tend to identify more as like using like she pronouns, but either one is fine or yeah. they is fine or anything like just like sort of to clarify for the audience mm-hmm. that like, okay, this is like a, a thing that exists and should be normalized. Yeah. But instead it's just kind of confusing. And so you kind of look at it and you're like, is that like, you look at like her as a her. Mm-hmm. And not instead of like as someone who like is non-binary, yeah, you know, and so like they, I just, I'm really confused by it to be honest. I just feel like if I hadn't done the research literally like yesterday, if I hadn't gone mm-hmm. and like looked it up, because we we saw them when we were like, oh, like that person is non-binary. Yeah, well, right? like yeah, I mean, like the thing is, if I hadn't looked it up, I probably would just continue to assume that she was a lesbian or whatever, or you know, like or- just like. A woman who like was more of a tomboy potentially trans you know trans is even more um like uh popular i guess right now um in well it it, it has it has more exposure yeah um in media it definitely doesn't have like more acceptance or anything right it definitely has more exposure in media you don't see it like any non-binary i can't name one so that's why i'd like for them to say it It, i don't i mean obviously we're only on episode four of yeah 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 they could talk about it more later but as of right now i'm just a little i wish it was more clear um you know i'm i identify as ace and we get literally basically nothing you know couple tidbits here and there but if it was I who was getting actual representation that is said off screen. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice if they would be able to bring that on screen and make it very clear that that it is the representation that, you know, I'm sure they're all looking for. Yeah. And that and like, not everything needs a label. I know everyone's obsessed with labels. I personally like labels. I understand other people don't like labels. Yeah. I think for television, people like to say, oh, we don't put labels on things just because it's it's easier for them to get away with. Like, it's a cop-out. So I think that's why people insist on labels in terms of television is because people are like, um, but if you don't put a name to it, people who, like, aren't aware of, like, things like non-binary are not going to know what's going on. Yeah. So I I want them to put a label on it so that we can establish that baseline. Mm -hmm. And then when you see a character that is non-binary, you can be like, oh, okay, I know what that is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, like, it's such a quick education. Like, media is such a quick shortcut to, like, easy education. Mm-hmm. But they always get it wrong. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to read other people's thoughts who, like, actually are non-binary yeah. and what they think about this. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, like, people who are pan or things like that. People who see themselves represented in the show. Because the show actually covers, like, a huge spectrum yeah. of people. I would just like to read, like, their thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see... Because as of right now, they haven't really said much about Ambrose. Uh, you know, right now you're looking at it and you're just thinking, cool, so he's gay? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it'd be cool if they explored that more so that, you know, in the character bios, I guess, they call Susie non-binary and they call Ambrose pansexual. But I'm not seeing that on screen right now. There's also, like, it's actually, like, really easy to establish someone as pan. Like, um, on Shit's Creek, they had David finally, like, establish, like, hey, like... I'm pan and the way he did it was just saying like, yeah, I just like everyone. Yeah. And it was that easy. Mm-hmm. Like it was integrated into comedy, of course, because it's shit's creek. But it is literally that easy to just be like, well, yeah, I'm I'm down for anything. Like I'm okay like dating anyone. Yeah. But I guess maybe we'll get that later. 
Yeah, we but don't know. We seen, don't know. I haven't seen anything about it, so yeah. I don't have high hopes. I mean, it's just that easy for Ace too. It's just like if someone's like, "Hey, like, why haven't you had a boyfriend?" You go, "I don't know. I'm just not really, not really about that." Yeah, that's it. You're done. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not really into the whole thing. There, I'm good. Yeah, and it's like, oh, all right, that's it. Cool, that's it. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But then they're just like, but then we have uh, barred the character from having a love interest forever, and it's like, yeah. That, that that that's that's sometimes <laughs> how that goes. Yeah. How do you feel about like the twist with Uncle Jesse going back to him? Okay. <laughs> just like a shrug emoji. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. What um, do you think? Do you think that's like what's gonna happen to Harvey? Or like, I mean, it really seems like maybe Uncle Jesse has kind of stewed in this thing, and it's you know taken over his whole life. You know, yeah. Susie says that he spent he spends all his time like in bed. Like, oh, probably same. just thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Harvey hasn't. He's, like, moved on from that. So, I don't know. Like, if he hadn't, would he... So, it's like you manifest the demon if you dwell on the demon sort of thing? Yeah, that's my guess. I don't know. That could be interesting. I could... I could... I could get into that. Also, he keeps ringing the bell, and then they don't do anything. I'm like, hello? Like, if you say that the bell means that he needs your help... Answer the bell. And they go up there, and then they just kind of go... And then they walk away. Like, what does he need? Is he he's thirsty? I don't know. I wonder if it's like like the Uncle Jesse like inside is the one ringing the bell, and then mm. the demon keeps scaring them away. So right. like Jesse can't communicate. Like, hey, I'm still in here somewhere. Right. I don't know. Okay, let's talk about that new guy. I don't remember what his name is. Is his name Nicholas? I, too? To me, he kind of just looks like like another like Reggie Mantle. Yeah, he's like you know. Reg- I was saying he looks. He's like has Reggie Mantle, Nick St. Clair. Vibes. That's right. He does. Yeah, he's like he, he's like handsome. But he's also shady. I think later in the episode, he kind of proves himself to be, like, more Reggie than Nick. Yeah. Which is great, because I like Reggie way more than I like Nick. I mean, Reggie's still, like, a drug dealer, but I, mm. I, I, I get you. We're mm-hmm. talking about the characters from Riverdale, in case anyone doesn't yeah. know. But, yeah, what do you think about him? I don't have any thoughts on him. I just, I don't know what to do with him. I, like, at this point, I'm like, is he even going to come back again? He literally, like, showed up and I was just like, he dated Prudence. And he was like, yeah, I did date Prudence. And I was like, cool. The, <laughs> my thoughts about him literally boil down to that he dated all three sisters at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's that about? Is that casual polyamory? Or is that, like, coercion? Because they, he, they said that he has, like, or that he said they have some kind of, like, mind control thing. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, how are you casually saying this and not, like, reporting it? See, now I feel a lot grosser about what they did to, like, those dudes in the mines. Yeah. It's always been gross. Like, they coerce people into doing things, like, without their consent. Yeah. So, that's why I'm like, I want them to have more complexity, to be honest with you. Tati deserves it. Yeah. Like, they just seem to be, like, these evil girls who do what's-his-face's bidding. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but you can be so much more than that. Yeah. So, maybe that'll be their art, though, because, I mean, again, it's only episode four. Yeah. So, um, uh, let's talk about Ambrose's date. That was not a successful date. No, it I'm going to give it like a zero out of 10. I think he should be honest. Yeah. What if he, I don't think he should be honest because I don't trust his date. Oh, right. No, totally. Yeah, no. Just like in general, if he had like made a little coffee shop, like in his, in his house or whatever, and then they'd be like, well, we could still hang out here or whatever. That would have been cute. But, um, we still don't trust Luke. He also could have casually just invited him to like a picnic on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that would have worked. Yeah. But. I, I think they're establishing the astral plane to use later in the show. Oh, yeah. So. Right. I'm excited about that, but I don't trust his date still. I really don't. I What's his name? Luke? Luke. Skywalker? Um, they didn't say his last name, I don't think. They mm. might have done, but I didn't care. Um, <laughs> but. No, you got the joke, though. Yes. Okay. Just Obviously. Joking. Well, you never 
know with you. you this just in, you guys. I'm an idiot. You um, haven't seen Star Wars. You're right. You know what? My favorite quote from How I Met Your Mother is mm. Ted, you've never seen Star Wars? Everyone's seen Star Wars. The only people who haven't seen Star Wars are the people in Star Wars. And that's because they lived them, Ted. They lived with the Star Wars. <laughs> that's like, that's like being like, um, that's like being, that's like saying that's like saying you've never seen you've Harry never Potter? seen Harry Potter. Do you know who Harry Potter is? Like if I if if, if <laughs> that's like literally you being like if I said oh his name's Harry and you had been like oh Harry Potter and I've been like haha and you'd be like oh wait you haven't seen Harry Potter you don't get it. Well I don't I never know like how big like your sphere of like understanding is because like it's pretty you're, big. you're an intelligent person but I never know like which parts of, like, pop culture you've picked up on. Because some things pass you right by. Like, the fact that you haven't seen Battlestar Galactica or Star Wars blows my mind. Which not that much about space. Yeah. Good thing you don't watch shows set in space. No. Yeah. Only one. Just and the most one. And it's, it's on the ground. Well, now it's back in space again. Yeah, it's a whole yeah. thing. It's just, a, it's an up and down sort of roller coaster. Yeah. I was, <laughs> Rocket ship, if you will. When I watched the beginning of The 100, I was promised the ground. <laughs> <laughs> This is giving me. I'm afraid of heights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I don't like bridges. Um, it's true, she but doesn't. What was I she saying? She closes her eyes on bridges when we drive over them. I just don't like them. That's fair. Um, what was I saying before? Oh, oh I have it's no like, idea. It's like, if we were talking about Star Wars, it's like Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker. Those are the two things. Those are like- Oh, like Princess top. Tom. Yeah. Like, those are like the top four things that like everybody knows. All right, You okay. know what I mean? Okay, I wasn't trying to be mansplain Star Wars, but I feel like I mansplained Star Wars, okay. so I want to apologize for mansplaining Star Wars, okay. too. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, wait, you haven't seen Star Wars. You don't know who Luke Skywalker is. Well, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, um, looking back, that was a really dumb thing to yeah. say, but, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, did you know what Luke Skywalker was originally going to be called? No. Are you ready for how stupid this sounds? Yeah. Luke Starkiller. Oh. Isn't that just bad? That's bad. Anyway. I have a new perspective on Star-Lord. <laughs> Mm. He's my favorite. I love Star-Lord. Me too. Okay, anyway, this isn't about this. Um, oh, we forgot to talk about Sabrina again. Yeah. What's Mad- Madam Satan up to? Well, actually... Ooh, actually, I have thoughts on this. Oh, alright. So, at the beginning of the episode, Hilda handed Sabrina some, like, protection charms wrapped up in... in uh, It was, like, pieces of fabric, right? So, her stealing pieces of fabric and, like, hair and stuff, I wonder if... That's part of, like, making, like, a curse or a spell or something is that, like, if you need to them for later, mm-hmm. then, like, you have to put it in, like, that person's specific stuff and, like, that person's specific clothes and hair and stuff. So that's my theory on what she's doing is making curses or spells for later. Yeah, she needed, like, multiples of, like, Sabrina. Okay, so, like, I think we need to talk about the fact that Sabrina keeps her toenail clippings yeah but maybe witches use those for things that makes sense for like potions and yeah stuff. yeah we haven't seen any potions yet so i have no basis on that but i was like literally gonna be like that's such a weird thing to do but like no they're witches yeah they probably keep really random stuff for no reason yeah okay so then i'm gonna let that one slide okay um i just like am so confused because her role was to get sabrina to the school and now it's to ensure that she's Days at the school? Yeah, she's why I think like her whole thing is that she needs Sabrina to sign the book, mm-hmm. even though she's already done it, I guess. But um, if she stays at the school, maybe she'll want to. Maybe it'll convince her to want to sign the book. So why does the Dark Lord want Sabrina so badly? I don't know. Oh, because she's like the son of or the daughter of the high priest. But still, like yeah, there's probably been other high priests in witch history. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. 
Like, she can't be the first half-breed. Also, well, actually, it sounds like she's at least, like, one of the first half-breeds. Okay. But, like, this mirror thing that Madam Satan is doing, mm-hmm. it makes me feel terrified, but also validated. They, because you're afraid of mirrors. I'm not afraid of mirrors, but, like, I have- Oh, sorry, you're, you have, like, a specific- I have a yeah. thing about mirrors. Like, ever since I was in, like, elementary school, I had dreams that people could see through my mirrors. Spe- like, specifically, I don't know why, but specifically, like, the popular dudes at school who could, like, make fun- they never did because I, I was never really bullied. I'm lucky that way, but um Oh god, you're lucky. I know. But like I just like had dreams that like the the dudes at school or whatever who mm-hmm. were like mean to other people, not really mean to me, but like mean to other people, uh could like see through my mirrors. So I still like if I'm changing or if I'm just getting out of the shower, like I, the fact that our mirror is like right in front of the shower, like every single time I get out of the shower, I'm like, ha ah, like but it's fogged. It is fogged, which yeah. makes me feel better actually. But um like I had I've always like had nightmares where people can see through my mirrors. That is fascinating. So I avoid mirrors when I'm like changing and stuff. So because now you know maybe Madame Satan's the one watching you. So when she like did like that first spell around the mirror and you're like, oh, like, I don't know what she's doing until like later. I I, knew. I believe when she was doing it, I was saying mirror, mirror on the wall. Yeah. I knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it's not like super clear exactly what she's Mm -hmm. doing. But as soon as she did it, I was just like, oh my God. (laughs) This is my one specific nightmare come to life. And then she actually did. And I was just like, oh my God. It was scary for me. It's also kind of um, that same thing that they did in Harry Potter with mirrors. Didn't what? Sirius had the broken mirror shards that Harry yeah. had? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Which kind of allows you to see into someone else's, like, life. Yeah, it does seem like it's something that, like, you both have to kind of be there for, yeah. though. Interesting. Hmm. Um, what else? I don't know. I don't know if I have anything else. Um, other than I Blackwood's gonna... His death is gonna be so good. Mm. I keep having this question about how, like, if Hilda and Zelda are, like, sisters' sisters and they, like, grew up together, why do Hilda and Ambrose have, like, such developed accents? And Zelda, even though Miranda Otto, who plays her, is English. They're both English. Yeah. Yeah. But why doesn't she use her English accent if they are sisters? Like, I'm just confused. And and did, yeah, I don't know. And if Sabrina grew up with them, why doesn't she have an accent? I just have questions about accents. I don't understand. I don't think you're going to get answers to them either. Okay. Because, like, there might be something from their childhood, like, the sisters. Mm. But I don't know if we'll get them. Yeah. But I'm, like, I'm very confused by Hilda and Zelda's relationship because they, they seem like they have like low-key kind of a toxic relationship oh totally so i'm waiting for zelda to loosen up a little bit more mm-hmm. okay yeah i think that's it yep okay talk to you next time tt <laughs> fan bye hello and we're, we're back, back. <laughs> um the thing that i really pulled out of this was that um yeah britney is so sure that blackwood is gonna die but he doesn't <sighs> Well, okay, I wonder why I thought that. Yeah, like every episode you're like so excited for Blackwood to die. Maybe doesn't. it was less that I was sure and more that I just hated him so much mm-hmm. that I thought I could manifest it into right. being by saying it. Yeah, which is too bad because it had already been filmed. Yeah, like God, yeah. I'm valid. Yeah. You know? Um. All right, so let's see some of the things that I pulled out of this episode here. Nick is used as an information bank about Sabrina's father. We love an info um, dump character. But I like him. I like him too. I really like him. He has more complexity than some of the others. Yeah. Slash Harvey. I like Nick and I like Harvey. But I, I think that a relationship with Nick would be more interesting. I like the idea of Harvey. I like Harvey. I don't find Harvey interesting. That's fair. But you're right. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, being shaded about, about Harvey, you know why? 
Because I was thinking about Archie. <laughs> oh, ew. Yeah, because I Don't was like... Don't ever say that no, again. No, because I was like, God, like, I'm just not interested in the men in these shows. Yeah. <laughs> Except for, like, F.P. Jones. Except for F.P. Jones. And that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for F.P. Jones. And that's, that's it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, I like Nick. I think he's cool. And I yeah, also... I like Nick. My favorite thing about him is his relationship with Harvey is that that is them butting heads about yep. Sabrina. I I love crap like that. And I know it's a trope and I know it's like specifically for people like me that they keep doing it because it works. Um, Something that I love a little it. bit of jealousy. I love it. I know pe- some people really don't like like a love triangle and that's fine. You like if I you want to hate it, please hate it. I live for a love triangle. Yeah. Some of us like I my whole thing is like I love love triangles as long as they're in fanfic where I already okay. know what the end game couple is gonna be right but if it's in a TV show I don't know how it's gonna go right um it's like a pretty um throwaway line mm-hmm. that we kind of learned that the weird sisters like kind of brainwash Nick to date them all um yeah there's a lot of like casual toxicity that goes on yeah. which contributes to the world because it's clear that like once people cross over into the you know, magical realm, they kind of lose a lot of their morals. And it's like... So it's, why would you want to be one of them? It's a throwaway line, and he's also really casual about it, so it's like, okay, is it alright? Yeah. Is anybody angry? Is anybody upset? And if they aren't, shouldn't they be? So, I don't know how to feel about that. What is, what's the morality of Sabrina? Yeah. I think it's Blackwood who says, like, should I kill the raven? And, um... You don't have to because Madam Satan will kill it later. Yeah, no worries. So Quentin, Quentin's the little kid who's like showing her around and stuff. Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah. Who ends up being like one of the little ghost children or whatever. It says on his tombstone that he was harrowed in 1892. That poor baby. So this kind of, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's like this thing about not knowing where or what time period we're in, Mm -hmm. in, in the Riverdale universe shows. And I noticed that in all of the really like tombstones and stuff, a lot of the dates are scratched out like that. Just like they were in Riverdale. Yeah. So they're still trying to do stuff like that. Yeah. The Um, Archie universe tends to blur the line there, which is, I know drives some people nuts. I really enjoy. Yeah. I love anachronisms like that where you can have a cell phone next to like an uh, like an oil like lamp. Yeah. You know? Um, the last thing I had for this episode was just that Prudence calls Blackwood Reverend Father and he is her father. Every time I hear anything nice about Blackwood or anything about Blackwood, I feel ill. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's nasty. Uh, so now we're going to do our best line awards for this episode. Um, mine goes to Sabrina and Zelda for... What did he say? He's going to look into it. And you believe him? Of course not. And mine goes to Ambrose for... Swear on Satan's claw. You know what my favorite part of Swear on Satan's claw is? Mm. That you made the claw gesture with your hand. And I, it, that just made me excited to think about Lady Gaga. Oh, okay. You know? Well, I made the gesture because he makes the gesture yeah. when he does it. I feel like Ambrose is a Lady Gaga fan. I feel like um, I support that. I feel like that's right. Okay. Okay. Great. And and um, uh, Lana Del Rey. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. He has those vibes. Um, so before we move on to the next one, did you know that there is a Riverdale themed convention coming up? Oh my here? god, no! Tell me more about it. Yeah. So we know that obviously we're not talking about Riverdale right now, but we are talking about something in the Riverdale universe. Yeah, it's all shared. Um, and there is a convention happening here in Vancouver, November eighth to tenth. 
Um, and it's all about Riverdale. And it's really dope. The current people who are announced are Camila Mendez, who plays Veronica. Yep. Mae Janomic, who plays Alice. Skeet Ulrich, who plays FP. And, and Vanessa Morgan, who plays Tony Topaz. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's going to be really exciting. And you know... We also recently were at another convention by the same people, Unity Events Canada, who did Unity Days. It's a the hundred convention, and we got to see someone named Tati there. Oh my god, dude! I was starstruck. Tati's so beautiful. Like that was a convention where like I met Paige Turco for the first time, and yeah. like she is like my number one like crush of all time. But I was the most starstruck by Tati. Tell me why. I don't know. Like, I looked at her and I was like, oh my god, she's a real person. She's so beautiful. She's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, Tachi just exudes effortless cool. So, like, and, you know, I think it's because she's in, like, a big Netflix show and, like, yeah. a lot of people are she's watching so it. She's so positive, though. Yeah, and yeah. she's, like, such a ray of sunshine. And it was just, like, she got up on stage and I was like, holy crap, that's Prudence. Yeah. I don't know why, <laughs> but I was like, holy crap. Even though we fully have met, had met Tati last year exactly i had already met tati but i was just like oh my god that's so cool i went up to ask a question to tati and i asked what the main difference that she found being uh prudence and gaia Mm -hmm. who is her character on the hundred and she was saying that the characters are both very different but they're both very tough um and they stand up for what they believe in and I would say that they're both um, very rooted in belief. Yeah. Because it's obvious that Prudence has, like, a deep belief system mm-hmm. in, like, their whole society. But in very different ways. Yes. Yeah. Well, one's destructive and one is trying to be peaceful. Yeah, I would say that they are on complete opposite sides of lawful and chaotic. Yes, that yeah. is entirely true. Yes. <laughs> I think, I would even say that Gaia is probably a lawful good, or at least believes she's a lawful good. And Prudence is a chaotic evil and she knows it. Yeah, that's the thing about Prudence is Prudence embraces everything that she is, whereas I think Gaia believes that she knows what she is, but then takes actions that belie that. Right. I don't know if that makes sense, but it does in my head. Sure. Okay. So now we're going to talk about 105, which is called Dreams in a Witch House, and Brittany's going to do her... Um, I do want to say before we do this, this was my favorite, one of my favorite episodes this season. That's too funny because I really You hated it. I really loved it. this episode. I loved it. Yeah. I love... To be clear, I love episodes like this where it's like a bottle episode and you get to see like different dreams and you can figure out like what the um, differences are and especially with dreams, you can really look into the symbolism because you know it's coming straight from that character's head. Yeah. But um, I just found almost all of the, probably all of the dreams to be just too scary for me and so I didn't like it. See, I loved the scariness. Of course, Sabrina's, well, I'll do it and then we'll talk about the dreams. Okay. Okay. The sleep demon known as Batty Bat. Batty Bat. Batty Bat. (laughs) Places Sabrina, Ambrose, Zelda, and Hilda into a deep sleep where they are tortured in their dream turned nightmares in order for one of them to release Batty Bat from the house. Madam Satan roams their dreams in search of Sabrina in order to wake her. When she awakens, she attempts to banish Batty Bat but fails. Sabrina enlists Salem's help to help distract Batty Bat while she lucid dreams to get help from Hilda and Ambrose. Hilda informs Sabrina that Batty Bat must be lured into a trap. With the help of Hilda's familiars, the spiders, Sabrina successfully traps Batty Bat, waking Hilda, Zelda, and Ambrose. After Batty Bat is placed back into a containment, Sabrina visits Madam Satan after realizing she is not mortal. So before we have a chat about our different like opinions on the episode, let's throw to our original mm-hmm. thoughts. We're going, hello, we have watched episode 105, we're half done. I have my raisins and I'm ready to talk about okay. witches. Yes, you had thoughts? I like- you didn't like this episode. I like this episode. No, too spoopy for me. 
I loved it. Good. I love, like, episodes where it's, like, totally self-contained and kind of, like, explores, like, an alternate universe sort of thing. Yeah. So, I think it's because, like, it, at, at its core, this kind of episode is very Star Trek. Mm. So, it's, like, I, 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 I love the idea of the multiple dreams and crossing over and things me like too. that. Me too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I totally love the concept. I'm just, it was too scary for me. Was it too scary or was it too graphic? Both. Okay. What part do you think was, like, what was your limit? Well, I didn't watch any of Ambrose's dream. No, I think you would have cried. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's too bad because Ambrose is, like, one of my favorite characters, so. So, but what do you think about the fact that, like, so in each of their nightmares, it kind of says something deep about their psyche? Yeah. What does Ambrose's dream say about him? Well, I like the part where she was like, oh, no, yeah, he died and he was, you know, a sad shut-in and had no friends. I was like, oh, so it's him? Got it. <laughs> that was so mean but so accurate. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, Robin. Yeah. Uh... So yeah, so what does it say about him? Because um, he eats his own heart. I get. I didn't watch it, but yeah. He does. I don't know. Because like, Hilda's and Zelda's are pretty simple. Yes. Like, Zelda, like, Hilda is afraid to be stuck with Zelda forever, but Zelda is afraid to be without Hilda. Uh-huh. Super easy. Uh-huh. Sabrina's was, of course, the the ever-changing and imminent threat of being split between the sides. Yeah, because she always, like, she's so, so um, dead set Mm -hmm. and sure that all the other people in her life are still going to accept her, Mm -hmm. even if she kept this giant secret and if she gave the secret up that everybody would still support her. Yeah. And so that's her biggest fear is... Not only being betrayed, but also being wrong about that. Exactly. But I'm trying to figure out, like, is Ambrose have something deeper, like, sort of, like, consuming himself sort of thing? Like, he is consumed from the inside by his own, like, id or his own ego? Well, it's interesting that the only person who's actually, like, in the dream for him is Hilda. Yeah. Like, Sabrina comes in, Madame Satan, like, comes in, Batty Bat comes in and stuff, but it's only Hilda that's really, like, in his actual dream. So they must have, like, a much closer- I mean, it's hard to have a close relationship with Zelda because she hates everyone except the Dark Lord. Yeah. That's a good point. And what were the weird sisters doing there? They were in all of them except for Hilda's, I think. Well, they weren't in Ambrose's, were they? Yeah, I thought that they were. We were like, what? He's never even met them. Oh, yeah, you're right. Where were they? Why were they randomly in the dreams? Like, how When when did they come in? I remember seeing them in Ambrose's dream, but I don't remember. I think it was the funeral, right? What funeral? No, no, that's not right. Maybe they weren't. No, they were, because we talked about it. We talked about their, like, what the hell, like, he's never met them. Yeah, but they were also in Zelda's, and she's never met them either. Yeah, I'm a little confused by... I feel like maybe that's a clue, or it's going to be something that never gets explained. Yeah. Like, they create their own nightmares, yes? It's not- it, Batty Bat, like, just basically manifests their worst fears. Right. So everyone's worst fears the Weird Sisters? Yeah. That's cold. And then Hilda didn't need the Weird Sisters because she has her own bully in hers. Mm-hmm. Oh, that hurts. Mm. That hurts my feelings. I think my only other thought is that, um, I said to you at the end of the episode that I want Madame Satan to become a reluctant ally. Uh-huh. And so I'm kind of hoping that's where everything is, uh, headed because- I think she should be free of the Dark Lord. I don't think she needs him. I think she should kill him and take his place. It's hard to talk about this, like, in the theory perspective, because nothing that really happened in this episode was, like, real life. Yeah, this is very much a standalone episode. Yeah, Yeah. so... I don't have that much to say about it. No, I don't either. I liked Sabrina's dream the most. Oh, really? Because... I don't know. I like that dumb stuff where they're like, we're teens, we're in school. (laughs) Oh my god, Nick, but I'm dating Harvey. And Harvey's like, I'm not breaking up with you. Let's get married. It's the most Riverdale the show will ever get. I support you, but my family doesn't. So I guess I'll immediately switch over and try and kill you. Ooh, harsh. Yeah. What was the weird rabbit thing at the... I don't 
don't know. What was that? So do you think that all like witch weddings look like half of what Sabrina's was? Like half no. of it was like nice and then the other half was like black and gross and stuff? No, like, I all think the decorations. I think they're mostly like very spooky. But oh, hers yeah. is only half nice because she's half mortal. That's No, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you think that they all look Oh like my god, I hope half? so. That yeah. would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I hope they're all like super dark and like slightly disgusting. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Now I want to see a witch wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. I don't have any other thoughts Me really. Me either. Yeah. So, I guess that was that was chapter five. Okay. Alright. Bye. Bye. And we're back. Nice. We are here. <laughs> Um, some of the things that I pulled out of that was, um, were the weird sisters in all of the dreams? That was one of the things that we thought was really weird. Mm -hmm. Um, and I checked and the weird sisters were in all, were in three out of four dreams. They were not in Hilda's dream. Which is so weird because like. Ambrose doesn't know them. Although he ends up having sex with them later or something, I think. Yes, he, uh, well with Prudence at least. No, all of them are there. Oh, are they all there? And then also Nick. And then Luke, who's also there? I don't remember. We love an orgy. Um, and by we, I just mean me. <laughs> and But but it's weird that they're in Zelda's, too. I mean, she would know them because they're all in the coven, but it's still kind of weird. It, Why are they so special? Yeah, they're like, it's like the writers were like, oh, we need uh, bodies to fill the room, yeah. and we have the weird sisters on payroll, so uh, mm-hmm. let's More just do this. Yeah. yeah, I wrote, Zelda's probably met the weird sister in every single coven thing. Yeah. Britt wants Madam Satan to become a reluctant ally, and you get that. I do get that, and I'm so happy. I don't know if I would call her reluctant, though. She's very much like she's pretending to be a reluctant ally yeah but she, she's really she's doing it on purpose it's less of a reluctant ally and more i am here to manipulate the crap out of you and you know what i'll take it um okay so go ahead and talk about what you liked about the episode well i i just i love horror yes um so for me this was right up the alley like ambrose's dream in particular was so viscerally disgusting um that i think you had to close your eyes at one point i and even doing my rewatch recently i just fully just didn't watch i just looked down the whole time yeah i just like i'm not interested in stuff like that it's going to give me nightmares yeah there was um ambrose's dream and i believe um hilda's dream was wonderfully terrible well, i didn't i mean sabrina's was boring for many reasons um it was the most tame i think with the whole harvey and her just being locked away that's the one i liked the most yeah because <laughs> it was, was the chillest nothing happened there one thing that i thought was really interesting about hilda's dream is that her familiar is spiders and the guy she has a crush on had is like terrified of spiders and yeah. like gets like attacked by spiders and all this stuff it's like just spiders is kind of an interesting show to alessandro giuliani yeah that's my man i Wait, love what? him i'm talking about the principal Oh, that's right. I forgot that Alessandro Giuliani isn't there yet. No, he's not here yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Forgot. See, here's the thing. I don't care. Okay. Okay. So, um, the thing that about Hilda's dream also is that I think it had the most to say about the dreamer, um, because in terms of like just overt symbolism, yeah. her being stitched to Zelda, yeah. and unable to escape was so like indicative of her relationship with Zelda in real life, which of course she slices at the end of the season. Yeah. I don't know what Ambrose was supposed to represent. I had questions about that. Um, okay, so just at the beginning, um, Dream a Little Dream of Me is the song that they're playing, mm-hmm. I think, in the house. And, the, and it, it plays in all four dreams. Yeah. Batty Bat sees Madame Satan in the mirror and it's clear that she thinks of Madame Satan as her mother, but she doesn't seem to have to listen to her. Uh, so that's weird and never explained. Thanks. Well, so little of this show is actually explained. I like I, tr- I try to like this show, but the lack of continuity on really important plot points is very frustrating. Yeah, the the fact that 
Connor's plotline was really just dropped. That was the thing I was probably the most interested in was who killed Connor. And I don't think that was ever explained other than the fact that the Kinkles were witch hunters. I don't think that it was ever. But then that went nowhere too. Yeah. Because it's like the Kinkles were witch hunters. This will have absolutely no consequences. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, maybe it'll have consequences next season. But if you have to set up all these stakes to not pay them off until another season, I'm already not interested. You have to tell the story that's in front of you. And once again, we have not seen the Christmas special, so. No. Yeah. Madame Satan is just chilling in everybody's dreams. That was my favorite part. I love that she could cross over. Why not? Um, her mind. Ambrose is free because he ate his heart, question mark? I guess, like- Like, I think somebody said, like, now you're free now, or- Something like that. It's been a while since I watched it. I think it, it was like the consumption of his own guilt. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Or like of who he, he was eating his own heart, which is like he was eating who he used to be in order to become who he needed to be to be free uh-huh. sort of thing. It was, it was quite a metaphor. Yeah. I don't know what. Oh yeah. I could definitely tell it was a metaphor, but <laughs> for what? I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, like f- if I know what it was a metaphor for. Yeah. Why is Zelda reading to children in her dream? She seems to hate them. Cause I don't think Zelda hates children. Yeah, and then she, like, but she, like, murders one of them I think, to eat. Well, that's the thing about, like, this show is, like, I think Zelda is the epitome of f- you, but if you mess with my, or, like, f- everyone, but if you mess with my family, f- you sort of right. person, you know? Like, so her children she would protect with her life, uh-huh. but if it's other people's children, yes. I will eat you. Yeah. Um, is the Dark Lord in Zelda's dream just Blackwood? Yeah, I think, I think so. it look it looks like it. Yeah, which is, Zelda, you have your things mixed up. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. Have a dream about Madame Satan instead. Yeah. I the most like the best thing that has come out of the Sabrina like fandom is Madame Satan and Zelda. Yeah. And I will maintain that. So now we're gonna do our favorite line awards for this <laughs> one. Um my favorite line goes to Harvey and Nick because I live for a love triangle. And it's the super passive aggressive uh usage of this of these lines here. What's up, Nick? What's up, Ginkle? Yeah, do it. Punch each other. I would love it. <laughs> and mine goes to Ambrose and Hilda for... Does he not remind you of anyone, auntie? Uh, no, I don't think... Should he? Uh, no, I don't... No, should he? No, 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 no. I don't no. think so. Um, so now we're going to be doing 106, which is called An Exorcism in Greendale, which is probably one of my least favorite episodes this season. Yeah. Along with the last one. I think that the last four... Other than, never mind, I'm a liar. I loved 7 and I loved 10. Yeah, I was going to say, you actually liked the finale, so I don't know what you're talking about. But uh, I don't think I really liked 8 and I didn't really like 9, so I don't really know what I'm talking about. Anyway, last episode, Dreams in a Witch House, is like one of the main examples of what I was saying before, which is like, if you're not a fan of this episode, it's the whole episode. You know, like, you you don't go to anything else. It's like, it's the whole episode, so like... Especially in, like, An Exorcism in Greendale. It's, like, it's all about that. Everybody is all about that. The Returned Man. It's all about Tommy. There's nothing else. Sabrina's all about Tommy. Harvey's all about Tommy. Like, it's just all about Tommy. Yeah, there's very little past, like, an A plot. Yeah, it's, like, only really... Yeah, there aren't any B plots. Yeah. Yeah. So, An Exorcism in Greendale, it's called that because there is an exorcism in Greendale. There's really Wild. not to, there's really not a lot to glean from these yeah, 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 yeah. titles like there is from Riverdale. But once again, I hate that they say chapter because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, no one's writing this book. Yeah. Cool. So, here's 
an exorcism in Greendale. Madam Satan lies to Sabrina and claims she was her father's secretary when he was a high priest of the Church of the Night, and that he asked her to watch over Sabrina. Susie, Roz, and Harvey all experience frightening apparitions of Susie's Uncle Jesse. Oh, forgot how much Uncle Jesse makes me laugh. So dumb. And they confide in Sabrina. Sabrina astral projects to Uncle Jesse's room and discovers he is possessed by a parasitic demon, which he later identifies as Apophis. Sabrina, with the help of Madame Satan and her aunt, successfully performs an exorcism that expels Apophis from Uncle Jesse. The next day, Uncle Jesse dies after suffering a heart attack. However, it is later shown that Madame Satan was responsible, and she thanks Jesse for playing his part in the Dark Lord's plan. Messed up. Yeah, it's, um, I think for most of this episode, I just wasn't, like, into it. Yeah. Just because I was like, who the hell is Uncle Jesse, and why should I care about this? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Maybe if we had, given, had been given something about Uncle Jesse earlier. But let's throw to our preview thoughts. <laughs> Hello, we are recording now. Right now? Yeah. Right this second? Welcome to our 106 thoughts. On chaos. Yeah. My 106 thoughts are, what was the point of that episode? I can tell by your silence that you do not know either. Uncle Jesse just wanted to be a drag queen. Yeah, I'm not 100% cool with them killing off the gay guy and saying it was because he was a sodomite. Mm. I'm not, like, down for that business yeah what else i liked the actual exorcism i like when shows do the thing where they are like oh my gosh this person was a witch this person was a witch the only example that i can really think of right now is like at the beginning of the leftovers Mm -hmm. so on the leftovers basically what happened is this big thing called the sudden departure happens where what is it like two percent of the or something of the um population of the world goes missing Mm -hmm. they just like go yeah sudden departure and so like right after it happens then like on the bar tv they'll say things like oh man we're really missing gary Busey," you know like oh my god (laughs) they'll say like things and they'll just like bring up random people who like oh my god i can't believe they went to the thing or whatever so like her being like oh and saying like or like on doctor who when they implied that like the entire royal lineage is werewolves yeah 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 like that sort of thing yeah like what what was it queen elizabeth queen Victoria? It is Queen yeah. Victoria. And they were like, yeah, she uh, was a werewolf. Yeah. I don't really understand what Madame Satan's doing. I know I support her. You don't like Madame Satan. Not really. I support her. I think she's valid. I still don't really get what she's doing. No, I don't either. Um, But I do like that she's integrated in with the ants now. I think that'll be interesting. Because oh. I love the, like, like tension between all of them. Because, like, Hilda's like, oh, I, I'm fine, like, trying to prove myself. And Zelda's like, um, go away. You had a friend on this episode. I did. Alessandro Giuliani's in this episode. He's my friend too, but for a different reason. Yeah. She says friend in that um, we both have enjoyed him in different TV shows. Mm. He played a secondary character on Battlestar Galactica. Lieutenant Gaida. And a secondary character on The 100. I would call him tertiary on The 100. Okay. Yeah. On Galactica, he actually had like an arc and like... Mm. Like, he had his own, like, dedicated webisodes, and you found out, like, he was gay. And I love that for him. Actually, I think he might have been bi. I'm not sure. And he, like, had, like, big season arcs and stuff. Like, Lieutenant Felix Gato was, like, he's a big deal. And he's- on the 100, did Sinclair have a last? Jacopo. Duh. Jacopo Sinclair. I was like, Sinclair is his last name. Yeah. That's what people are just like, hey, you know what I've been wondering? What's Hagrid's last name? Hagrid. Hagrid. Yeah. <laughs> Rubius. Hagrid. Rubius. Yeah. Keeper of keys and grounds at Hogwarts. 
You can tell we were really into this episode. Yeah, because now we're talking about other shows. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I don't, like, I like that um Hilda has a job now. I don't know why Hilda got a job, but I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't really have anything to theorize about because Nothing they happened. defeated something. So it's yeah. like, what's the next thing? You know, we yeah. don't know what the next thing is going to be, so. The ending where Madam Satan found out that um Sabrina wants to take down the Dark Lord, though that was like, oh, okay, what's going to happen next? Mm. But otherwise. Oh, and the part where Susie like, starts to, like, try and, like, conform to, like, the gender identity that they think that they have to be. That was really rough. Mm-hmm. That was hard to watch. Um, it was a pretty ugly dress, too. That's just... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, mm. it is. Um, so that's what's heartbreaking, but otherwise I don't have any other thoughts. Like, yeah, I'm just like, what was... Okay. I liked the episode. I don't know what purpose it served. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. <laughs>
like, Hilda is someone who we're supposed to like, but she does things where I'm like, uh, okay. And there's no lessons to be learned here. Yeah. They never learn a lesson, which is, you know, you need to be more in touch with your mortal side in order to function as a person. Right. They just do shitty things and then, well, life just goes on. Yeah. Sabrina had to perform an exorcism on a mortal because the Dark Lord said so. Um, I, I, what, what are the Dark Lord's rules? I said, bitch, aware. I would like Madam Satan more. Just a little bit more. If she would, like, lay out the rules for me, because I'm just really confused about what her whole mission is. Her mission uh, no is to knows. get Sabrina to sign her name in the book. Yes. Then, eventually, in the finale, she gets Sabrina to sign her name in the book. Now what? You know? And, yeah. and once again, we haven't seen the Christmas special, so something might happen. It seems pretty jolly, though, from what I've seen of it. Yeah, I'm just confused. There's just, like, a lot about, like, Madam Satan's motives where it's like, she's like, I got Sabrina to sign the book. And I'm like, why did it take you that long? Yeah. And then another note of mine is just, everything dumb is just because the Dark Lord said so. Yeah. And it's like, why do you guys even listen to him? Listen. Yeah. Like, you have Lilith right there. <laughs> At least she's there to answer your questions. Yeah. Uh, now we're going to do our favorite line award for this one. Um, mine goes to Sabrina Four. Just a cheeky bastard with a fondness for wordplay. Ice cream? Because um, Apophis is a little brat. Yeah. Yeah. Mine goes to Zelda Four. I'm sorry. Are you actually suggesting that my niece perform an exorcism? Like, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. That's That sounds like something I would watch. I know. All right, so that's going to be this episode. Um, we hope that you enjoyed it, and we'll be doing the other uh, four episodes this season um, a little bit later. So if you guys think that we missed anything, please let us know so we can talk about it in the next episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. Please, if you are so inclined, write us a review on iTunes. We like those, and we also have a survey. It's in the description. It's just perpetually open. Tell us a little bit about you and some things that you like about the podcast so we know what to keep doing, some things that you don't like about the podcast so we know what to change. Um, yeah, we'd appreciate it. Unless it's drag references because we probably won't stop that. Oh, uh, we will definitely not stop just because so it's, it's part of us it's just part yeah. of our hearts yeah if you're a fan of riverdale um which i think you can tell we are yeah um it is located on this feed that you are on right now yeah. which you, so you probably know that we talk about riverdale <laughs> and you're in the right place already yeah so um you should go ahead and listen to that because we've covered seasons one two and uh basically most of three most but of three, yeah if you're a fan of the hundred we like to talk about that show too uh we talked about season four season five uh we'll be talking about season six and eventually we'll go back and talk about the first three i'm excited about that yeah, yeah. if you're a fan of lost we like to talk about that show quite a bit um so much it is our longest podcast but yeah. um but it has it such... deserves the most commentary yeah um like i i found that our riverdale podcast is a lot of just like whatever that means, and, like, maybe this makes sense, you Making know? fun of Archie, just having fun. Yeah. But if you're looking for some real, like... Deep dives. Deep dives, some real... I don't want to say educational, but it's, like, it's really insightful. Informative. It's informative, and it's very insightful there. And If you do say so yourself. <laughs> I would like to. Um, and so if you're looking for, like, long conversations about really awesome characters and really awesome storylines, that's the place to go. Yeah, that's the tea. It's true. And if you're a fan of Stranger Things, uh, that podcast is now a thing. If you search Aficionados on your favorite podcast app, you should be able to find it. Um, at the time of this recording, we have one and two out, and three is coming out very soon. So, um, yeah, get uh, caught up on that before season three comes out in july dope yeah you can follow the aficionados on twitter facebook tumblr instagram redbubble youtube but mostly twitter with a side of tumblr yeah i work really hard on the tumblr please support me <laughs> 
our Patreon is patreon.com slash theafficionados. If you like what we do here, please consider donating because it's very expensive. We now run five podcasts with four different feeds. And if you look up how much SoundCloud Pro is, imagine that times four. Yeah. So we could really use your help. And you also get early access um, to our podcasts, uh, including this one and including, I don't know, all of them. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty great. And uh, if you can't afford to help us out on Patreon, the best, ne- the next best thing that you can do is uh, recommend us to a friend. Fantastic. Thanks. You can find me on Twitter at Britannia, which is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A with an underscore at the end. And you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y. Pretty much everywhere. And uh, join us for the next four episodes, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cool. Yeah, the rest of uh, season one. And then I think we're going to do... Uh, a separate episode for the Christmas special mm-hmm. um, and then yeah and then eventually season 2 will come out and we'll figure out how we want to do that one season 2 is imminent imminent it's like April yeah yeah. so we gotta get going <laughs> oh boy okay love you bye okay love you bye leader witches